0: I have been reading in the news lately and seeing on television and the news about transgender athletes. And I have a lot of questions, but just to say at at the first thought is I'm confused on how anyone, anyone thinks that this can be fair. Because when I look at the athletes, such as The swimmer from Pennsylvania, Um, this man who is or wants to be a woman, has a body built for swimming, really big, broad shoulders and thin waist and streamline and over six feet tall. And none of the females are built that way. And I'm trying to understand how you can have at a high school or college or professional athletic event, how you can ever think that there is fairness in competition when you put two bodies like that of the opposite sex together and call that a fair race, call that a fair match. There's just no way that a man's body, a trained, toned man's body Trained for swimming like that, and a female's body, they're made differently. They are biologically created differently for different purposes and different, which leads to the makeup of that body just being different. And so, unadulterated, unchanged, or without surgery, those bodies are so different. I don't believe it's ever going to be possible for that to be. A fair race,
1: Becky. I have a question right there. You said without surgery that you know it, it, what you implicate is that it might change that, and I don't feel that even with surgery it it doesn't change your biology. Your biology is what your biology is. So if if I have my uh, kidney taken out, I'm still a female. Uh, if I my hormones are still the same. Then they take, you know, hormone changing drugs, gender identity, gender changing drugs, but it's they're still biologically a male, no matter even if they have surgery. Wouldn't you agree? I, I do. I'm just thinking that if, if a
0: male swimmer were to enhance, surgically enhance his breast so that he had, let's say a C or D cup, would that change the dynamics of his body in the water. I don't know. And maybe that's getting too
2: detailed. You know, I got to I got to say, so I think that there's something to say about um, male athletes who have competed all their life against other males. Okay. Who are full, fully grown men. They're adult men. So this Mm -hmm uh, student, um, Leah Thomas is a full grown ass man. Excuse me. Am I supposed to say that? Okay. He's six, three or she, whatever it he, she is, she is six, three. Okay. She has competed her whole life against other males. She has enormous shoulders of a man, the larger (laughs) lungs of a man and larger hands and feet of a man, okay? And if or when she decides uh, to undergo surgery to remove his penis and his, you know, everything else, okay? To To remove the package and physically turn her body into a female, she is still never going to have ovaries. She's still never going to have a uterus. She is still always going to have larger hands, larger feet, a taller frame and have an advantage over female, uh, biological females. Um, so that is never going to change through, uh, transitioning, that's never going to change through transitioning. And, um, the other piece of this is that I thought that we, we have removed all-star athletes from their positions on teams and, and completely banned them for life. Okay. From ever playing the game that they love for taking hormones. So we've banished all of them, right? They're not allowed, right? To compete because they've taken enhancing performance and enhancing hormones, right? But we're saying, oh, wait a minute. This is okay though, right? All right. Now, this
0: makes sense. Any of it? It doesn't. And you know, in what I was just reading today in the paper about Um, the former Olympic decathlete who is now 72 years old, Caitlyn Jenner, Mm -hmm. then was Bruce Jenner. Mm -hmm. Um, He is saying he tweeted, it is not transphobic or anti-trans. And in big bold letters, he says, he, she says it's common sense. And that, and he's adamant about this. It's common sense. And it's just what you said, Judy, It's just plain common sense. It just can't be.
1: You know, that's absolutely right. And interestingly, my husband, who was a track and field person, and he was a um, runner up to being on the same Olympic team that Bruce Jenner was on, uh, he knew Bruce Jenner and said that Bruce Jenner had more ladies around him than the whole team put together. You know, the ladies loved him. And, you know, for, for whatever reason later in life, you know, he decided to become one but he still has, or she has, common sense. Um, Leah Thomas, I, I personally have um, some questions about if this whole thing is being done because he wasn't very successful against men, he was pretty much way down in the numbers, and or if he really wants to become a woman, I mean, I'm sure that he's taking some sort of hormones, but... this is patently unfair to women. So let's talk about the women that have opportunities through Title IX to uh, earn their way into a respected university, to earn scholarships, to work as a team, to find out what they're made of, to uh, enhance their lives and to benefit from the accolades that they get from their successes. This has all been taken away from many of these women. So these women that are Coming in second and third. So the, the second place woman would have been the first place woman and the, you know, right down the line, the third place would have been the second place. They don't have a chance against somebody of his size. Like you said, his shoulders, his arms are huge. Um, I guess her, I, I'm sorry, I get confused because when I look at that Leah Thomas, I, I still see a man, I, I don't see any feminine attributes there that makes me think that, that it's a she at this point. But either way, what's happening to the women in sports, and it's not just in swimming, that seems to be the most uh, visible right now to all of us. But, but we are absolutely harming our women who spend lots and lots of time You know, getting to to this point in life, they they work hard, they compete against other women, biological women, and this is how it's supposed to be. I don't mind if they make a category for transgenders. I think that that would be absolutely fine. But to put them in the same category, when God made men and women different, and there's nothing you're going to do to change that, I don't think is the right thing to do. And I I think that we're absolutely hurting women. And, you know, as we talk about this, I'm going to give you what my solution is. And it's not a good solution, but I, I just think that we are, oh gosh, we, we are defying logic in, in what we're doing. And per Bruce Jenner, we are, or now Caitlyn Jenner, we are defying common sense here.
2: All human beings should have equal treatment, all human beings. It doesn't, regardless of obviously race, um, sex, religion, and everything, color, everything, okay? But it, it doesn't feel that this group of people who are trying to push this agenda, that that is not their goal, okay? That they want special treatment, and rights above everybody else. So I, I don't see why we can't have sports, right? Why can't we have male sports, female sports, and then we could have trans sports. What would yeah. be wrong with that? I think what, think, what would be the wrong thing about that? I think you're
0: absolutely right when you're mentioning Judy, that it's an agenda. And I think it's a bigger agenda. I think the push is to have transgender just be so accepted that it's a norm. Mm-hmm. And and in their mind, it's possible they're thinking it's that there isn't anything wrong with them competing with women because in their mind, they are a woman. Um, not- as illogical as that scientifically right. proven is. Um, I do think you're right. And it's truly a much bigger agenda. And I, I'm going to sound like my mom here, which is a good thing, but we're really trying to play God. Yes. We're doing something much more than just sports related. And you know, it comes down to original sin. We want what we want when we want it and how we want it for my sake for me all about me Mm -hmm. and that importance couldn't be anything further from god it's all about me and when people want to take who they are biologically because god created us all nobody else created us there's no other way that human beings came to life you're created either male or female and that goes back to the beginning of the first human that was ever created and how we've reached the point where we think it's okay to change or to attempt to change that because we can't really change it. But on, a, on the outside, outward appearances, we can. Um, it, it makes society a very strange place.
1: And transgender population is less than one percent of the population, so we are taking the other ninety nine percent and and having everybody kind of um, bow to to the one percent. And I, I just think that that's not right. And you know, I feel for them. I if if they have a need to change their sex, there's got to be a lot of things going on you know, mentally and internally, emotionally with those people, I feel for them. But you cannot destroy the hopes and dreams and the work of biological women in sports over uh, being inclusive and having activists decide who's, who's in sports or not. Here's what I think has to happen. And it's absolutely tragic, but I don't see any other answer unless somebody wants to step in and and make a law that this can't happen women, and it's going to absolutely hurt this generation of women. Um, and I'll use, I'll use a swim event with Leah Thomas as an example, just so that people understand the other women are going to have to refuse to participate that period. They, they, they don't have a chance. Nobody has, has beat Leah Thomas. So the women are going to have to take a stand themselves. The athletes are going to have to take a stand and, and not participate period and, and walk off that, that uh, floor and say, no, this is not fair. And we're not going to do it. And that's how a change is going to be made because I don't see another way that a change is going to be made. We we've gone off, off the proverbial deep end here with this, um, you know, political woke correctness and, and it's not right. And it's not fair. And we are harming our girls. Linda, why
0: do you think we feel the need to allow that 1% to steamroll our way of life or the biological facts?
1: Because they're louder than we are. Becky, they're, they're just louder. And they make us, they make us feel and they call us. um, They call us racist. They call us uh, homophobic. They they call us all these names. And we kowtow to it because we say, Oh, okay. Well, I'm not really that. So now I've got to show that I'm not that this is it's a manipulation. Totally. Why why can't we stand up for what just what is Right. I find that fascinating that we can allow 1%
0: to quiet us like we do.
1: But we do. I know.
0: I don't get it. I don't get why we can't be louder. We're just so afraid to
2: offend. I think we have to play the same game that they play. Into also um, the whole cancel culture. Okay. Yes. Because not only. So if I share my opinion based on fact. Okay. Not based on, um, misinformation. Okay. But if I share my opinion based on fact and also my beliefs, right. Then I do risk, um, my business being attacked, uh, my character being attacked. Um, you will. So, so if I don't agree that, uh, a transgender person should compete right on a team that they're not, you know, they're, not, they're not a biological member of biological, right. If I don't agree with that, then, then I will be called homophobic. Um, I don't know if there's a term for transgenderphobic, right. Or what, you know, I don't know if there is, I'm sure but, there is. Um, you know, Uh Uh-huh. And then somehow, somewhere in there, I'm sure I'll be labeled racist.
0: Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com.
2: You've been in that situation. The person next to you is sniffling or worse yet, (coughs) coughing. Flu, cold, and SARS-CoV-2 are everywhere. Would you like an additional layer of protection to reduce these threats with an invisible mask? Sold by hundreds of pharmacists and medical doctors, our American-made povidone iodine antiviral nasal spray, CoFixRx, lasts for hours deactivating viruses and germs that make us sick. Find a retailer near you or buy online at cofixrx.com. America Out Loud listeners use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with CoFixRx. often ask me, Malcolm, how do we fight the corruption? Robert Frost has said it best, freedom lies in being bold. Well, for six incredible years, bold is America Out Loud. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio.
3: Along with a healthy immune system, clean air is vital for optimal health. According to the EPA, we spend 90% of our time indoors, where germs are most concentrated. It's essential to clean indoor air. Genesis is the only technology that quickly, safely, and effectively kills pathogens, both in the air and on surfaces, in seconds, reducing the viral load in any environment. The powerful, well-built Genesis Fogger produces a dry, ultra-fine mist using HOCL, which occurs naturally in our own immune systems. We'll be living with airborne diseases in the future. New viruses and antibiotic-resistant superbugs are no problem for Genesis. With Genesis, you'll be Ready for what's next. Visit GenesisFogger.com. America Out Loud Listeners receive a 15% discount with promo code Loud at GenesisBogger.com slash Outloud.
1: Welcome back to Ladies of Liberty. And today um, our threesome here is Becky Kolmeinen, a voiceover oh. artist, and Judy Moran, the um, Judy. Yeah. With the 12-week year, she handles all of the marketing and um, kind of just everything for the 12-week year, which is a book that her husband wrote, which is a wonderful book. We'll talk about it again, Judy. Um, and I'm Linda Martinelli, a business owner. And you know, I want to talk about just in continuing our conversation that we just had. Um, the, the big news is Disney. And Disney is against the law that was passed in uh, Florida, which I don't understand at all. But it's not just Disney. I hear on liberal media. I hear from Hollywood. I hear just everywhere people taking a stand on this. And I feel like their information is bad. They don't even know what this law is really about. And I honestly don't know how anybody could disagree with this law. So I'm going to read it to you because it's very, very short so that we all understand exactly what was passed in the parental rights and education law. So here it is. The bill prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in kindergarten through third grade. And prohibits instruction that is not age appropriate for students and requires school districts to adopt procedures for notifying parents if there is a change in services from the school regarding a child's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. Period. Doesn't say gay. Doesn't discriminate against anybody. It simply says that as a school... You may not teach what the parents should be teaching. It is the parents' choice of what to teach their children for sexual uh, orientation-type discussions. How could anybody disagree with that? These are children that are five to eight years old, for heaven's sakes. Yet the brouhaha that we have going on in the country over this is just crazy to me. And Disney has you know, come out and said, well, we're going to put more... LGBTQ things in our, our entertainment, in our shows at Disneyland, at Disney World. You know, we're, we're going to um, highlight this. And you know, I somehow I, I just think that Disney ought to stay in its lane with entertaining children and not trying to indoctrinate them as to, you know, what's right, what's normal, what's not. There are still a lot of religions in our country and a lot of people who don't believe that uh, this behavior should be normalized. For me, I, I don't care how people act in the privacy of their own home. I don't care what their sexuality is, but I don't want to put in my face or my kids' face or f- force down my throat to have to watch in, in movies and um and, and Disneyland and Disney World. I, I just I just don't get why they want to push this. This much that that you have to put it in everybody's face. The shareholders of Disney have come out and said, "Hey, Disney, get back to business and stop all this." And I, you know, that's what it's going to take, don't you think?
0: You know, Linda, I think you hit the nail right on the head when you said you use the word normalize. I think it's just my belief that the LG. BTQ, is there another letter in there? I'm not sure. Um, Community, their intention is to have society think of, of them as normal. I think they want to be thought of as normal, part of society, not different, accepted at all levels, no matter what, without exception, and where better to start than Disney World because who doesn't want to go to Disney? And if Disney can agree and accept and promote, that's like the golden egg. It's uh, the golden ticket in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You, if you get Disney on board with this, then it can go worldwide like wildfire. And it's the normal that they're after. They want society to think of them as normal and not different or exclusive.
2: I don't even understand why we're talking about sex in the classroom to kindergarten to third grade. Anyway, I don't, regardless of, um, you know, the fact that it's sexual orientation, gender identity, um, you know, just, I, I, I don't, I, I think it's, I, I, I think that we should try to keep our children innocent for as long as possible. They really are not interested, okay? Children who have not been uh, forcibly introduced to sex, okay, children who have not been abused have really no interest in sex. They just wanna play. They just wanna color. They just wanna go for recess, right? They want to sing songs they want to learn their abc's okay they want to please the teacher okay they want the teacher and all the other students just to like them they just want to make friends and here we are i trying i don't really understand why um they, certain people whatever teachers or why why would you introduce those thoughts into your curriculum, if the reason the reason why
1: Judy yeah. well, is well,
2: because well.
1: at that age their minds are like little sieves and they not sieves uh, they're sponges oh. <laughs> sponges yeah. and uh, my mind is like a sieve but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, but they're little sponges and th- they absorb all of this and you know they're in awe of their teachers and they believe it it's indoctrination is what it is but the parents yeah. are the people that, that have this right, not the schools, the okay. schools, you know, if the schools were teaching what they should be teaching and teaching people to read, then perhaps all these people on CNN, MSNBC, and all these uh, people that were at the Academy Awards could have actually read what this law says that I just read to you and, right. and understand that it's not what they are saying it is. It, it It's not, anything against gay people. It's simply about sex education, period. I don't period. care if, you know, what the sex education education mm-hmm. is about. No child needs it from kindergarten to oh. third grade. And if their parents feel that they do, it's the parent's place according to their morals, their ethics, their family traditions, their religion, that's their right to teach their children.
2: Absolutely. Um, And we, why are we concentrating on this? Okay. Why do we even have to have a law? Okay. That protects our children from indoctrination. Here we are, honestly, we need to be concentrating on reading, writing, uh, arithmetic, art, uh, music, um, athletics. Let's concentrate on that because and then if we really just concentrate on that instead of critical race theory or you know gender instruction um, maybe we wouldn't have to eliminate the the ACT and the SAT. But you know
0: it goes back to that what that 1% wants and that they're louder.
2: Mm-hmm. They are louder.
0: Why are we not right? Why are we not fighting back? I don't understand that if it's this important to us and for me it is Mm -hmm. Um, I just love, Judy, how you stated, or I'm sorry, I think it was Linda that stated that, I forget, anyway, one or both of you stated (laughs) children that age are not interested in this. But the sad thing that I find is that the parents of children that age want so much. To, like you said, Linda, indoctrinate. And if if you can get a small child at age three to think it's absolutely normal to have two daddies or two mommies, and you can be whatever sex you want, it doesn't matter. You can just you choose. If you can get them to think that way when they're that young, then it will seem normal to them as they grow up. And it's and it really comes back to what is right is becoming wrong. And what is wrong is becoming right. And that goes back over 2000 years. And it's really sad. And it's really sad that we're not speaking up. Um, and yes, I know it means, it means a lot. It, it could mean being canceled, you know, today's canceled society, which can be extremely detriment, detrimental to business and to your personal finances. So does that mean that 99% of society is just living in fear and we're keeping quiet and we're letting that
1: 1% make the most noise?
0: Well, I think that that's what
1: happens when when people vote as well. I I just was uh, bemoaning to my husband that in Texas where we live in the primary election, um, only 17% of eligible voters voted. And that's that's horrific to me that that only that many people are interested. So who voted? The people that have the most to gain are the ones who are going to be out there voting. So we need everybody to be involved. This situation, though, I do think that parents are speaking out. Parents have um, overwhelmingly approved of uh, Governor DeSantis and this law and actually Disney shareholders as well and many of the employees. So you have those, those fewer numbers that are out there protesting and making a lot of noise and that's what the news is reporting. But right. the truth is that behind the scenes, uh, the, this law is approved. And in answer to your other question, why are they doing this? Well, because the state, the, state, the education system, which is overwhelmingly uh, liberal and progressive, they want to control your kids. That is the whole thing about indoctrinating kids. This is what Marxist countries do. They indoctrinate children early and, and they grow up, you know, believing one way and you can all, we can all see it right now in our country where we just had a, um, a survey done of the, the young people in our country. How many of you would stay if we got into a war and how many of you would would fight for America? And it was less than half that would fight for America. I mean, that's, that's just horrifying to me. Why? Because they haven't been taught to love America, to understand how exceptional we are. They have been taught to hate America. And where did they learn that? Through the school districts.
2: You are so right, Linda. You are so right this next generation is being taught to hate America and the values that our forefathers built our country on, the values and the morals that our constitution was uh, written about. Um, we don't, right now, we don't have equal rights at all. We have, and, and it's funny that That's exactly what they're complaining about. We want our rights. We are not being represented. And the truth is that we're not being represented at all in the media. um, I mean, and when we do stand up and say, Hey, that's not right. We are, we're completely obliterated and we're shamed. Um, I just, I agree with you. Um, We're, this generation is being raised to hate america to be ashamed of it um, and that's i mean we're in trouble we are we really are i
0: every year i know this is this might be silly but every year when the july 4th weekend comes up memorial day weekend people used to used to and i know some still do put flags out american flag and you know I haven't really noticed because I haven't traveled that much over the last few years through America or even through Michigan to see if there's been a reduction in flags out, you know, on people's front yards or on their homes. Um, But it seems like there's like it's different, like that has changed or people are just either afraid to fly the flag or. If they do fly that flag, they may be viewed as extremists. Um, I think the American pride has become gone. Um,
1: American- gone would be the word.
0: <laughs> what? Gone. What is it?
1: Gone. Gone. <laughs> gone. Well, it's
0: it's become skewed mm-hmm. um, because of the younger generation and. Um, all of the the confusion that is going on politically in this country. Um, it's really, it's a travesty. It's, and it's very, very sad.
1: Well, it is, you know, but you should come to Texas because we all fly our flags. There's yeah. an American flag and a Texas flag almost everywhere that you look. And these huge giant American flags that, that are, you know, as you're driving up the freeways, businesses have these huge flags and they're just so beautiful, kind of waving in the wind. And, and I love it. Um, in my yard, I'm looking right now. We have uh, the Texas flag. We have the uh, American flag. We have the uh, thin blue line flag for police officers. And right now we have the Ukrainian flag also. So I mean everybody everybody here actually still does that. But when I travel other places, to your point, Becky, they, they don't have flags. No. It's not nearly um, I go to California a lot. I, I virtually never see a flag in California, but
2: yeah.
1: but here in Texas we we still um, we still have a sense of patriotism, although with people moving in from all over the country and bringing their liberal politics here um, so that they can ruin Texas the same way that they ruined their states and that they had to leave because they ruined them you know that's very concerning to to the people in Texas
2: it is to us here in Arizona too I gotta say Um, I've lived in Michigan which is pretty darn liberal um, there's pockets of conservatism or can help me with it. Help me with the word. <laughs> <laughs> conservatism. <laughs> yep. There's pockets, but um, it is interesting moving to Arizona um, that it's much freer and it really is. You're much freer to speak uh, of your beliefs. And there are many more, many, many more, uh, American flags flying than there are in Michigan, um, that I experienced. And it is interesting. I was at this, uh, I took my family to the, um, Buffalo chips, Saloon, and we saw the, um, the, uh, Buffalo ride, not Buffalo riding, but bull riding. Like it's, it's all, uh, it's right up your kitty cat alley, Linda. It's, it's all, um, you know, not pro, right. It's where they get started. I'm going to show you a place when I'm there. Okay, good. (laughs) It's So fun. Anyway, so I'm standing in line to get my, uh, my beer, right. And this guy is in back of me and you know, me, I'm just a chatting away. Hi, how you doing? You know, and he was looking at me and he goes, this is crazy. And I said, Oh, it is, isn't it? Because it was very lively, kind of crazy. And I said, where are you from? And he said, New York. I said, oh, yeah, it is crazy. It? <laughs> it must be crazy to them. <laughs> he well, said there's No masks. You guys are all standing next to each other. They're oh. serving food, right? I mean... <laughs> I know what, I said, you just brought up a, You brought up a hot
1: point for me there, lady, with the masks. In oh. the next segment, we're going to start with that real quick.
4: Let's get real. Let's get loud. On America Out Loud Talk Radio, this is a McCullough Report. Healthy Cell REM sleep supplement is a combination of calming herbs, amino acids, minerals, and sleep hormone support for the four stages of the human sleep cycle fall asleep, stay asleep, get a deep sleep and achieve REM or rapid eye movement sleep. This is very important. So there are combinations that address in this single product, the ability to fall asleep easily. There are others that help the body lower the body temperature, which is normal during sleep. And still others that cause a deep and lasting sleep. That's what so many people are after. And finally, interestingly, combinations that help creativity boosting during REM sleep. I can tell you, I use this one personally. It's in a microgel formula. I had a patient this last week who has long COVID syndrome, and she has terrible GI side effects, and she has GI hypomotility, and said, listen, she's not even tolerating pills or these chalky, large vitamins. I said, go to Healthy Cell. Get the Healthy Cell line. We use it in post-COVID syndrome patients. And this product particularly will help sleep get on track. Now, I tell people, listen, take it every night and do so for months and months. The body likes regular administration of any exogenous substance. Don't take it on and off. It's not like a sleeping pill. This is something you take every night to get high-quality sleep back into your day. And you feel better during the day after having better quality sleep at night. So go to HealthyCell.com. And in the promo code, type in out loud for 20% off your first order. Let's get real, let's get loud. On America Out Loud Talk Radio.
2: That poor guy was so excited that he didn't have to wear a mask and that he could be next to people at Buffalo Chip Saloon that I bought him a beer. <laughs> right? And I told him, Welcome to Freedom. <laughs> and yet. I look at, we should be moving forward. We should be, right, learning our lessons from COVID and moving forward. Um, but I don't, it doesn't look like we are as a nation. Um, I think they're trying to squeeze out the last drops of control uh, that they can. Um, and I look at what's happening in New York with Eric Adams and his mandate for five-year-olds to can to wear masks. What is that? What is that about? Tell me, Linda. I don't know what it's about.
1: That's, it, it's a lot of baloney as far as I'm concerned. So five years old and under, they have to wear masks because Eric Adams says that the BA2 variant, which is a variant of the Omicron variant, which is a variant of the COVID variant, you know, they're all variant, variant, variant. We're going to have them forever in our life. So let's get over it and move on. Um, the masks don't do anything that they have been proven not to do anything. Fauci behind the scenes, and, and it's been recorded, has uh, acknowledged that they don't do anything. So why, why are we playing this game with our kids? The masks are more damaging to the kids. I, I just feel like we are raising a generation of kids that are gonna have asthma, that are gonna have respiratory issues for their life because they're breathing in their own CO2 and their own um, uh, body waste. Basically the, the, the uh, air ha- has to, you, you can't keep rebreathing your air. So I, I just think that, that we're causing far more problems and doctors agree that that's the case why do we have politicians that are doing this to our children? I, I just, it's beyond me, it's beyond angering. You know, my husband went up to um, Minnesota earlier in the week and we in Texas, do not we don't wear masks anywhere. We uh, are completely free to, to work, to go to restaurants, to do whatever, and we have no problem here at all. He went to Minnesota and he was in shock because everybody in Minnesota had to wear masks everywhere. And he, he just didn't expect it because we don't see it. So everywhere he went, you know, he was, he was told to put his mask on in, in, the, in the car, in the Uber, in the uh, restaurant, in the hotel, everywhere. So I, I just think we've gone overboard with this. I'm so sick to death of masks. I never want to see one again
0: can't even like you know go ahead with um our daughter mary is in indiana at school at ball state and they have been without masks just in the general public for a long time and so whenever she would come home here to michigan we would still be wearing masks and she thought it was odd and different and like oh I like I'm going back you know like I'm being set back I have to wear masks again and I tell you when I'm out and about in Michigan I would say half of the people when I go to the just grocery stores half of the people are still wearing masks um at restaurants all most all of the workers are still wearing masks there are doors there are signs on most of the doors of businesses that just state if you are unvaccinated we request you still wear a mask so it's still very much alive and well here in Michigan although the mandate has been gone since 2021 um, I'm not aware of what the situation is at school like in a k-12 situation right now I do know that for university life at least at Ball State University in Indiana, they are without masks. And Mary said, it's just like, she said, oddly enough, it it feels so completely normal, like it should be. She said, we're walking around inside the building, outside the building, no one's wearing a mask. And it just feels so good. She's like, we can actually breathe again and see each other's faces again.
1: Yeah, that's, um, how, it, that's how it should be. I have to tell you two funny stories. So I, I was in Hawaii a week ago, and I was in Hawaii where they still have huge mask mandates or did have, but the day that I was leaving Hawaii, they took them off. Okay. So, so the whole week I was there, I had to wear a mask everywhere. And if I was to walk in a store and not have a mask on, oh my gosh, they would just come unglued. But the very next day, the masks were off. So you could walk in the same store for no problem. I mean, can, can you tell me what that magic line was and the magic oh. moment that all of a sudden there was no danger? If you if you didn't wear the mask, I just I and, and my husband had to give people a hard time about that. Because he says, So where was the where was the line here that you know, that I crossed that I don't have to wear a mask? When I sit down at my table, and I do have to wear a mask. When I walk to my table, I mean, where's the line that the COVID stops? Because I just want to know. And then I was I was in California driving, and I'm driving next to a lady in a car who's by herself.
2: (laughs) That cracks me up. And
1: she's got a mask on, and she's smoking a cigarette. So (laughs) she's got the mask on.
2: She she would
1: lift up her mask, take a drag of the cigarette, put the mask back down. You know, right. blow the smoke into the mask, which then she's rebreathing. I mean, this is like, our, what are we doing here? Why Masks does this have to go doesn't... everywhere? And particularly they... on airlines, gone. We need
2: them gone. I don't understand why this makes sense. Why do we have a vaccine mandate for a virus that spreads despite vaccination? I don't understand why we have, like, why... For instance, my daughter who goes to Michigan State University, why did she not only have to be vaccinated, right? But also just a month ago had to have a booster to get her diploma so that she could finish out the year when it doesn't even work. I don't really <laughs> understand. I don't well, and is, it, is it
0: true? Have I read, I think I've read this somewhere where if we keep and continue to do boosters, yeah. it eventually will just make it all null and void meaning meaning,
2: meaning what the
0: vaccinations will become null and void because right. if we continue to do the boosters the just, covid right. the, the covid virus will mm-hmm. um uh, well, how okay. do, I mean, it'll I
2: mutate and then become immune to it right right and, it, and, and I, I keep doing yes. that and, and yeah. so, so why does
1: she have to have a vaccine because omicron is the variant that's out now and it's completely um oblivious of, of the vaccine and your antibodies do not protect you against that particular variant.
2: So what, so what, why? Was
1: the point?
2: what is the point? What is the point? And I don't, and nobody can answer me when I call, no one can answer me. They just look at you. Like they just look at you. They don't, I like you are, um, the worst person in the world. Oh, you're one of them. Wow, one of them with a brain is what I am, right? <laughs> oh God, don't,
0: don't question,
2: right? Don't question, just go off the cliff. That's right, lemming. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I mean, there's some.
0: There is logic to not kissing a person who has a stomach virus. Mm-hmm. There is logic. To not okay. kissing a person who has a raging head cold and, or you don't even I mean, I don't, I don't want to be in the same room with a person who has just your average mm-hmm. head cold, because if I get a head cold as a voice talent, I can't work. Right. I, I, my voice will be shot whenever I get a head cold, just a head cold. I can guarantee you it starts with a sore throat, earache, and then mm-hmm. right up to the sinuses I'll cough for up to three to six weeks afterwards, lose my voice. And I'm out of work for about two months.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So I understand the whole, the whole reasoning behind keeping people apart from each other because germs spread six to 10 feet when you sneeze or cough or laugh, or sometimes when I speak because I'm wearing braces right now, it's just like, whoever my friends are going to just automatically get a shower because I just can't help it (laughs) if they're going to stand close to me that's what happens um but so true but at this point when we fully understand and know and have been told that the booster has no effect on Omicron why I mean we're not being forced to take it except in the case of Gabby with Michigan State, she had to get a booster. I haven't heard that.
2: Yeah, they had to, you know, it's just, but you know what? There is a common thread through all of this, through everything that we've talked about. Okay. Through having biological males compete against biological females and how that is really isn't fair and how, you know, we shouldn't force people to get vaccines that don't work and we shouldn't make toddlers wear masks that don't work. All of this is common sense. Where did the common sense go? That's what I want to know. Every single one of these things is just common sense. Isn't it? It is.
1: Well, what, what is it on the people's side that like Eric Adams, that what, what it's not common sense on his side. So what is it? And is it control? I mean, so many people say that it's about control. And I was reading and I'm going to find out more about it that a lot of the governors and even our federal government want to keep these, um, these powers, these extraordinary powers that they took for an emergency situation during COVID. They want to keep those powers now, now that the COVID emergency is over and I mean, I'm totally opposed to that. So, you know, Gavin Newsom in California, he he did not relinquish any of his emergency powers that he took. And he took on a lot during covid and and they just want to keep them because now they have more power so they can rule by edict and and not by, you know, the public having a consensus or a vote. It's just that they can say now that you're going to do this and, and, you know, then what happens is like he, he just had said and ruled that in California, you had to have so many women, so many gay people, so many trans people, so many, this, so many, that uh, a, a diversity of people on your board of directors, whether they were the right people or not, you had to do it not by who was the best, but by who fit in these little check boxes and which I totally agree with. Well, that's what he ruled. So all the big companies were having to to start changing their board of directors, but he was taken to court and the court said, no, you can't do that. So, you know, thank God for that. but, But look what we have to go through now where these people are supposed to be working for us, we the people, and instead we are having to capitulate to all of their whims. Like this guy, I would never have my two, two to five-year-old child go to school with a mask on. I wouldn't do it. My, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd homeschool before I would do that. And right. this is what parents need to do. They need to say, no,
2: stop it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when they do, what happens? The FBI is going to come and arrest them. <laughs> oh, I don't That's, think so. <laughs> no. Remember at the board meetings? Do you remember how, uh, what was it? What is it? Um, at the school board meetings. Yeah. Remember at the school board meetings? Yeah. Especially yeah. In North Carolina. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You'll Loudon be in county. Right. Yep.
1: Yeah. They, they arrested parents. Um, you know, interestingly though, a lot is happening now that these, some of these people are being removed from their jobs on school Mm -hmm. boards, which is what needs to happen, which brings me to the point that if you have a school board election in your state, in your county, in your city, that is going to be happening during your primary elections, please vote on that. And please study who you're voting for, because it's so important. Those little local positions are what really affects your life in a very personal way.
2: I want to run for school board. Are you going to? Well, I can't yet. Um I mean, well, what when is the next election? This is it this November? Well,
1: Arizona has a primary upcoming.
2: I don't know if they have any uh anything. I have to look. I want to. I just need a little bit more time to get myself acclimated. Um but that's my plan once I get settled as an Arizonian.
1: Well, I and I think that that would be a great thing to do because You know, we need good people on our school boards that have the interest of our children in mind and not the interest of the state or the school board. Right. Or the the union. Right. (laughs) Okay. Since we only have a few minutes left, I just have to mention it. Oh, hi. LOL. Oh, I love it so much. Elon Musk. His one tweet after he bought 9.2% of Twitter. Thank you, Elon. You know, bring some sanity and some freedom of speech back to Twitter.
2: I would love that. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful and excited. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> now I think I'll, I don't have Twitter, but now I think I will now. <laughs> well, he's on the board of directors effective now. And I, I just love it because
1: I, I think it's going to be a game changer and he can always buy more. Um, interestingly, I I just have to note that with Biden's uh, budget that he wants to pass with this 36 tax increases, one of the tax increases that he wants to pass is that you will have to pay taxes on unrealized capital gains. So when when Elon Musk bought his shares of Twitter, Twitter went up like 28%. So he made a bundle of money in a day. And even though he doesn't have that money, it's just on paper with the new tax law that Biden wants to put through, he'd have to pay taxes on that, as we all would. Everybody who has Twitter would have to pay taxes on that paper gain that you don't
2: really have in your hands,
1: which makes no sense to me either. Oh my
2: gosh. Hmm. How, how is, oh my gosh. How is that going to pass? How can they pass that?
1: They're, they'll pass it because with Kamala Harris, there's 51 against 50, and just like they passed the uh, Supreme Court uh, justice with three, three Republican votes, that would be Lisa Murkowski, uh, uh, Mitt Romney, and Susan Collins, who all voted for her. And those
2: three are rep- are, are
1: Democrats. And they're Republicans in what sheep's clothing, right? Exactly. Well, we, we have an election upcoming, so people need to consider that and, you know, think how they vote. Because wow. these these three made a bad decision, on my in my opinion.
2: And they constantly make bad decisions like yes. that.
1: Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind.